Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. Today, we're going to be talking about sports drinks. I'm going to give you the one-on-one, okay, the sports drinks one-on-one, what you need to know in terms of should you be consuming sports drinks and what's, this, what's the evidence behind that? Because a lot of people go, well, should I be taking Gatorade? Should I be taking Powerade? Should I be taking these things? Well, the answer is simple, but not as simple as you may think. So let's get into it. First of all, what are what are sports drinks? Well, I've already kind of named a couple there or that you might be familiar with. But essentially, sports drinks are liquid products, essentially, that are made up, obviously, of water, electrolytes, and carbohydrates for the purposes of both refueling and rehydrating an athlete. Now, there's different, different kind of compositions of sports drinks, but the general consensus is that the most typical ones and the ones that have the most evidence to support it to kind of maximize fuel and gastric tolerance and palatability of the actual product is that the composition should be about 4 to 8% carbohydrates, so about 4 to 8 grams per 100 milliliters, and the, car- and the sodium or the electrolyte should be about 23 to 69 milligrams per 100 mils, or about you know, 30 to 10 to 30 millimoles per liter, okay? but essentially about 23 to 69 milligrams of sodium per 100 milliliters of any set liquid. So that's kind of like the general kind of consensus like in terms of the position statements and all that sort of stuff, you know, the technical, the technical things about the, nut- about the nutrition of the product. But really you just want to know that it's a, it's a drink that provides carbohydrates and electrolytes. Although these days you can actually get ones that just provide you electrolytes in the form of like Powerade Zero and that sort of stuff where it's for athletes who just want a more liquid and more electrolytes and not necessarily the carbohydrates that come with them. But tr- traditionally, the typical sports drinks have carbohydrates, of course. Now, how are they used? Well, I've broken it down into four different ways for you to easily understand of how sports drinks are used and why an athlete would be using them. Number one, it's for performance enhancing through fueling, okay? Providing more fuel, you can perform better. Number two, it's via performance, via hydration optimization. The more hydrated you are and not dehydrated, the better your performance. When it comes to recovery, though, it's through refueling your stores, okay, or replenishing your stores of carbohydrates I'm talking about, like glycogen. And then for a recovery as well, it's through fluid loss replenishment. So there's both for performance and for recovery. So pre enduring and post training or post game. Pre enduring, it's for fueling and hydration optimization. For post training or game, it's for replenishing stores and fluid loss replenishment. Very simple. That's what it is about. That's what sports drinks should be used. Okay, I know a lot of people use them because they taste great, but that's technically not the that's not the the reason sports drinks were created. Obviously, now what's the science behind them? Okay, so like, yes, we understand what sports drinks are. We understand why athletes technically consume them, but what's the evidence for it? What's the science behind it? Behind this use of the strategy, is there actually support for it? Well, yes, there is. There's actually a lot of strong evidence to support the use of sports drinks in specific 
cases, okay? Specific contexts, typically of an athletic nature. Okay, so athletes do benefit from sports drinks, generally speaking. But there are some nuances to it, which we'll kind of touch upon today. But just understand that generally, a lot of athletes will benefit used in the correct context. But if you're a non-athlete, then the, the benefits, so to speak, they kind of go down and down and down. Okay, so at the end of the day, the research shows that there is an improvement in performance and fatigue management in athletes when they consume a sports drink of some sort. Namely, this is for the exercise that goes for longer than one hour. So keep that in mind. If it's an hour or longer and you're doing you know, athlete things, so to speak, you're going to benefit from sports drink in some capacity. However, there's also been shown to be benefits in team sports, which I know can be sometimes less than an hour, by reducing the perception of exertion and improving your pacing, which we'll talk about just in a second. But here's like a bit of a breakdown. So I've just kind of written out like a little easy breakdown to kind of kind of simplify this to a degree because a lot of this requires individualization, you know, working with a sports dietitian to individualize the strategy for you. But I want to give you like a nice little kind of step-by-step blueprint of how you can kind of decide on is it something that's maybe worth consideration for yourself. So if it's exercise of less than 45 minutes, generally speaking, you don't need a sports drink, okay? You should have already hydrated and fueled yourself enough for that 45 minutes. And after that 45 minutes, you can get onto your post, post-recovery as well. So you don't necessarily need a sports drink if it's less than 45 minutes of exercise. So things like going to the gym, going for a short run, playing a short game of, of, of sports of some sort, things like that, you don't need a sports supplement. Or I should say a sports drink. No, a sports supplement can be anything, of course. So a sports drink you don't need when it's less than 45 minutes. Or at least the evidence doesn't support that. If you want to drink it, go ahead. It's your choice. Now, if it's over 45 minutes but less than 75, so that's kind of the the ball mark for most team sports, generally speaking. It can help, but it's mainly through the interaction with the central nervous system. Now, you're probably wondering, what are you, what are you talking about now? You know, interaction with the central nervous system, what are you on about? Well, here, here it is. Okay, so carbohydrates, when you consume carbohydrates during exercise, there's two ways, there's two mechanisms, so to speak, that it can help support or enhance your performance. Number one is through the provision of fuel for muscles. Okay, i.e. you're giving your muscles the fuel it needs. You're giving your muscles the carbohydrate just the same way you'd give your car fuel to be able to take you on a road trip. That's the most basic kind of one that we understand. That's the one that you probably knew about. The second way is through mouth, the mouth sensing a benefit to the, and sending it to the brain and to the central nervous system. So you might have heard of you know, mouth rinsing or kind of just swiggling some, some carbohydrate liquid in your mouth and it gives you that sensation that you've improved your performance. So that's the... That's the main mechanism for which it helps things like team sports and shorter duration exercise. It's through the mouth sensing things, okay? The exposure of the receptors in the, in the mouth to carbohydrate, which creates that response to the brain, which decreases the perception of effort. And also, it helps improve your strategies when it comes to pacing. So if you're like trying to pace yourself during a game and trying to kind of get your, get your performance to be kind of consistent, that can help with that as well. So that's where, where the main benefit lives, lies. With the under with the forty five minutes to seventy five minute rough kind of speaking kind of duration, so around that bit less and a bit over an hour, it mainly helps for the interaction for the central nervous system. But the evidence still supports this. So that's not to say that oh, because it doesn't directly give you fuel, that, oh, it's not it's not needed. Sometimes you just need that bit of enhancement through optimization via the central nervous system. Sometimes just kind of giving your brain that little bit of an edge can actually be beneficial. So there's nothing to go to scoff about. 
it's still a research-based, you know, research-based outcome of using a sports drink. But then for things like endurance exercise, especially, you know, obviously an hour or more, sports drinks are a very viable strategy to add into the mix. Okay, it's a very easy way to consume more carbohydrates and replenish electrolytes and lost liquids, especially for ultra endurance races and those sort of things where you're constantly, constantly sweating and using your carbohydrate stores for a long duration of time. There's definitely evidence to support the use of sports drinks there. So overall, for, for the science, you can see that there's definitely evidence to support its use. It just means that in certain contexts, in certain situations, it just might not be needed. You know, it just might be a bit of a waste if you're, if you're only doing it for that purpose. But overall, as long as you're an athlete or a very active individual who's doing exercise of a 45 minutes or more duration, having a sports drink some capacity in your strategy could potentially be beneficial. But obviously, the best thing to do is talk to a sports dietitian, work with a sports dietitian so they can tailor it and customize it to your individual circumstances. Now, with that said, just saying that it, it works for athletes of a certain context doesn't mean that there aren't some concerns or considerations that you've got to have. There's three that I'm going to share today, but there's obviously others you can consider. Number one is unnecessary expense. So if you're someone that is taking it, but you don't really need it, you can argue the case that it's an unnecessary expense that you could be using to spend on whole foods to help fuel you as part of your main nutrition strategy. Very basic one. The second thing is unnecessary calorie increase. Now, too many athletes do focus too much on being too low calorie, which is an issue in itself. But generally speaking, at the same time, if you're just kind of drinking sports drink after sports drink and not considering its impact on your overall caloric balance, that can obviously have an impact, especially if you're trying to watch your body composition or if you've got other goals in mind. So unnecessary calorie increase could just be the case of coupled with the fact that maybe it's not needed for you, but you're taking it anyway and it's increased your calories. Now, obviously, then you can obviously use the sports drinks that have zero carbs in them, which means zero calories. But then you've got to consider, are you then just benefiting from the electrolytes and the liquids being being provided to you or do you actually need the carbohydrates? So it's kind of like a, it's kind of a, it depends. It depends on your circumstances, but consider that might be unnecessary calorie increases as part of consuming a product such as sports drinks when you may not need it. And then the third thing is dental issues. Now, this is one of the reasons we don't generally recommend use of sports drinks in you know, young athletes, because we don't want to be causing any dental issues that, that early, especially with, with not wanting to focus on supplements in general when it comes to that age group. But even just for, for adult athletes, dental issues is something you want to consider if you're, if you're constantly drinking them and exposing your teeth to those sugars and that sort of stuff. It's just something to consider. It's not saying that, oh yeah, you drink them and your teeth are going to go crap. <laughs> so don't, don't stress if, you're, if, you're, if you've got one like there in the fridge waiting to go for your run. It just means it's just something to consider. Just Consider dental health if you are consuming things such as, you know, sports drinks, those really high sugar products that go directly in contact with your teeth. Or when you're sipping on them, try and, you know, try and drink them without exposing your teeth too much to them. It's just one of those considerations. Yeah. So that, like, like I said, we've covered most of the things that we need to give you the basic outline of, of the one-on-one, so to speak, as I keep saying, the sports drink one-on-one, which is what are sports drinks, how are they used, and the science behind it. We've established that sports drinks have carbohydrates and electrolytes and obviously provide liquids. We've, we've kind of established that it provides performance via recovery and performance. And we've, we've established that it does have strong evidence to support its use in specific contexts for specific athletes in specific sports. We've obviously established there's two different mechanisms for which it's done, either through the provision of fuel directly or via the 
interaction with the central nervous system through the mouth sensing the carbohydrates and giving you a performance edge in that capacity. And we've established there are some considerations and concerns that you've got to kind of think about before you just go and just start taking sports supplements like there's no tomorrow. But then what's the overall verdict? Okay, so what do I, as a sports dietitian, recommend when it comes to sports drink? Well, individual recommendations aside, which I can't give without assessing you, of course, at the end of the day, the research does support that there are definite benefits in the use of sports supplements, or sports drink supplements in athletes, and specifically those performing long and or intensive exercise. Now, obviously, the amount recommended is different based on the different type of exercise you do, the different type of sports, the kind of positions you are in your specific sports, the amount you run, the amount you sweat, the amount you use, like everything's so individual there. But overall, it does support its use. However, you should understand that most active individuals in the general population don't actually exercise enough or intensely enough to actually need and warrant a sports drink. So keep that in mind. If you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I play a little bit of a pickup game of basketball here and there and I do a bit of gym, then it's like, uh, you can make the argument if you want to, if it helps you for that, you know, that interaction with the central nervous system. But overall, if you're not doing enough exercise, it might not warrant you purchasing something like a sports drink. Additionally, for, you, uh, for individuals such as that, many, many beverages can actually hydrate you just as well as sports drink, including just plain water. Sports drinks, as the name suggests, really should be for athletes. Now, like I said, that's not to say if you, do, if you enjoy a Powerade, which I can fully understand, if you enjoy a Gatorade, you've got your favorite flavor, and you just like to drink that just the same way that you would drink a Coke or whatever it may be, and you make it fit your plan overall and it doesn't cause you any ill effect, there's nothing wrong with consuming it. I'm just saying that, do you need it? Is the evidence there to support you using it? Only if you're an athlete who's doing exercise of above 45 minutes and where you need to fuel yourself and replenish yourself from a carbohydrate point of view, aka fuel, or from a liquid point of view, aka hydration. That's all I want to say. Okay, so that's kind of the the one-on-one on sports sports drinks. So I hope it's been helpful. I hope it's going to give you informed information about whether you should be choosing to consume such a product or not but like i said there's more to it there's more context needs to be considered there's even other factors that we haven't covered today because honestly we could cover (laughs) it could be a long long episode of just talking about sports drinks the science behind it it's individual uses and all this sort of stuff but just understand that sports drinks such as powerade gatorade staminade and all those sort of things it may be of benefit to you if you're an athlete just consider when you use it how you use it and why you use it, then you should be fine. But like I said, if you want to work with a sports dietitian, please reach out. Okay, let me know. We'll have a chat, see if it's the right fit, and I can let you know what my service is all about. We'll get you started, work with you, and I'll actually tailor things like this for you. I'll take out the guesswork from the nutrition and tell you what you need to know when it comes to your, your nutrition plan. If that's of interest to you, obviously, there's details in the description notes below. But other than that, just hope this gives you informed information about whether you should consider taking a sports drink or not. I really hope it's helped you. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.